back to Cinema Gems, and as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and as always, guys, we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown. Or you could say a video store next door. <laughs> or, but yes, they still exist. And of course, guys, as always, welcome to Cinema Gems. And of course, that very eerie voice that came out of nowhere... Might have sound as awesome as the tune he created. Mr. Buttmeister himself. How's it going, Thank buddy? Thank you, Admiral. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show that mostly talks about movies, sometimes other cinema-adjacent things. You know the spiel, but that doesn't apply this month because it's all Jamie Lee Curtis month. And I'm sure, in fact, I'm positive she's done a fair amount of, of uh, TV show and video game stuff Look at as this well. Jamie Lee Curtis. It'd be a missed opportunity if she hadn't. Look at this Jamie Lee Curtis picture in the ARP magazine. The listeners can't see the ARP picture of Jamie Lee Curtis. It's magnificent, and I think we should put it on Instagram. But we should yeah. use these photos for each day, each week. We're we're back, guys, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis month once again. Uh, last week was what prom night? Yeah, yeah. Her second movie after Halloween. Uh, we fast forward quite a bit in Jamie Lee Curtis. Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four for True Lies, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, and this is a this is a big. Uh, this is James Cameron found a bunch of new toys and wanted to show them off. That's all of James Cameron's movies. Like I have a running theory that James Cameron is a filmmaker. His whole shtick is oh shiny new toy. Here's what I'm gonna do with it, and he builds a story around the shiny new toys. Oh, that's what like he did with Steven Titanic. Oh. That's what he. That's what he did with uh, Life Aquatic. It, it, not Life Aquatic, but like how Titanic. The whole Steve oh. um, Jacques Clouseau, that underwater exploration oh, you, camera. Oh, shit. you went there. Okay, cool. I was like, what are you talking about? You were trying to save C- say Steve Sisu. I was as saying in Life Steve Spielberg because he uses oh, a spotlight too. fetish. That too. Sorry. Anyway, James <laughs> we Cameron. Did, we missed avenues. Totally <laughs> crossed the streams there. Um, that was weird. So, 1994. Yes. I will go on record right now. And if I ever meet James Cameron, I will say it to his face. This is the last good James Cameron movie. I will say this is... this is Out of every James Cameron movie... Jerry, uh, I can't talk today. Out of, Out of every, every James? James Cameron movie I've seen, I think this might be my favorite. Not by much, because I don't love any of them. But this was fun. Uh, it was fun. It was bit weird. It was a bit. Uh, I'm gonna call a lot of the ideas outdated, but also weirdly relevant again because the fucking Taliban is just taking over Afghanistan, and all that shit going on. Uh, we're not a political show. There are shows like that uh, that are friends of us on Twitter, so go follow them. Um, we're not going to encroach into their area. We're going to talk about how fucking weird and batshit crazy this movie is. Oh, and Tom Arnold's in it, too. Tom Arnold is great in this. Uh, we see him in the very beginning when Schwarzenegger is... Uh, Dancing with... Do you oh, know who I that was, is? I was going to talk about how he's 
like I would love to see a different perspective of Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to be stealthy. <laughs> because it's gotta look fucking hilarious. With without James Cameron specifically lining up the lens to where Schwarzenegger fits perfectly behind things. He's huge! And he's not subtle, and he's not exactly tiptoeing either. So I'm just imagining a big Arnold Schwarzenegger lumbering through the fucking <laughs> snow. Not subtle at all. I was actually I, talking about Cassandra from Wayne's World. Is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. Schwing! Oh. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I pointed I it out to Patron. Because Patron watched this movie, like, in bits with me. That's how uh, GLaDOS watched this as well. She occasionally and, turned on to see random shit happening in the movie and went, what the fuck is going on? And her response was, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> or if you're like me and you're a fan of Bo Burnham's Inside, what the fuck is going on? What about the Sorry. Blue Waltz? It, the Blue Danube Waltz, thank you very much. Sorry, and I if didn't... I've learned anything from this movie... Uh, from the beginning and end of this movie, actually, it's that if I'm ever at a, some kind of formal event and the Blue Danube Waltz starts playing, it's there's definitely some espionage going on. Oh, really? 100%. Like, hearing from now on, hearing the Blue Danube at a formal event is going to be like hearing fucking Reigns of Castamere at a wedding. <laughs> oh, fuck. Get out. <laughs> um, so, so, basically, he has to... Tom Arnold's in a van and talking to... Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he breaks the ice very easily. Which why is sure. there? Which why is there a fence that's over water? Well, it, well, it's because this is usually a dock when it's not frozen over, uh, so it makes sense for there to be a port, and he's climbing up the ladder to the port next to this super huge rich house. Okay, I'll give you that. But why does this house have its own dock? I don't know. Okay, that's that's the, that's the part I wanted to talk about. Like, <laughs> I don't know. How does that people. work? Hashtag rich people. I don't know. Rich people problems. <laughs> exactly. More money, more random, uh, useless docks. So, I guess. So as that as it's going, uh, as they're going, he's breaking the ice. He sets up, I guess, like a bomb to set off in case of the. Yeah, he sets up his plan Z. Yeah. What is supposed to be plan Z. Right. Goes into the event and scopes out the place, uh, plugs a portable hard drive looking thing, a 90s portable hard drive, it's a fucking brick, uh, into this old CRT computer that is just trying, trying its best with Windows 91 or whatever the fuck it's running. God, that thing is trying. It'd probably be Windows 93. <laughs> um, if you want to get technical. And that's when we hear uh, the the hacker guy in the bus as well yeah. who is one of my favorite characters and, in the movie and he he uh, kicked ass what's his character's well un, what's his name in general what's the actor's uh name? give me a sec keep okay. vamping and i'll look well up so so basically he has to get the brick in as we were talking about and while this character is hacking um and he keeps <laughs> grant hesloff faisal oh okay yes yeah faisal which i should have known because it sounds like fucking Fival. Uh, somewhere and i love that when he's there. doing you know when he's working when he's doing it i love that he's like whispering into his mic because they all wear here earpieces in this mm -hmm. and i love when he's doing it that they're just like he's like oh yeah yeah and tom Earl's just like shut up and get the damn files already yeah literally <laughs> shut the fuck up and get, do their like do your job please um uh so he gets out of there after lots of dancing and talking which i just 
chalked up to him killing time. Like, he knows the files are going to take a while. So he's just killing time while it loads. And then, oh, it's done. Okay, cool. I'm going to just walk out the fucking front door. Uh, gets stopped by a guard, beats the shit out of him, and explodes what was supposed to be Plan Z. I, I love when and he goes, when he goes, uh, where's your invitation, sir? He goes, you want to see my invitation? Boom! Schwarzenegger as this character is running around like how I fucking played Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Honestly running around like I played GTA 5. Like there's so many missions where you have the the option to stealth. There, there are segments where you have to stealth and if you don't and you're caught, pff, game over. Wasted. You have to start over. And then once that's lifted, you can stealth, but like once that's lifted and you can just go guns a-blazing, just fucking go guns a-blazing. And that's exactly what fucking Harry... Uh, I almost called him Harry Styles. Um, what? Harry Tasker leads. <laughs> yeah. So while that's going on, they have... Uh, he has a wife at home that he just got back. Played by the amazing Damien Lee Curtis. Of and course. I, Oh my God, some of her performances in this movie. All of her performances in this movie were fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jamie, and he has, a, and he has a daughter. So they go ahead and he heads home and I love that, you know, I love that Tom Arnold's character is like, okay, you need this. Okay. You need this. You need this. You need this. And he's about to walk out and he goes, Hey, your wedding ring. Yeah. Assuming you've never seen this movie before. He's an FBI agent or some kind nope. of government. Omega agent. force. Omega sector. Omega sector. It's not oh. Omega force. I'm looking at it on the Wikipedia. It's Omega sector. Is it not? Um, actually. Is it, is it not? It's not Delta Force. It's not Omega Force. Is it's, it Mega Force? It's not Mega Force either. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Try not to choke on your water, please. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually count that as drinking game since one of one of us drank water. Y'all drink water too. We usually do it when the dogs drink water, but the dogs are, are in, in the booth, booth upstairs telling us that we have to hurry up, giving us the red light. Um, so. Yes, he's, he's like, hey, oh. get everything started, you know, do everything. So he gets up and he they have uh, breakfast. And his wife does not know that he's a government agent, not, nor do we his daughter. Which, by the way, Patron, not seeing the first part of this movie, just goes, hey, it's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but a comedy. And I'm yeah, like, this came out of, before Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's kind of where I hoped this was going for most of the movie, is that like I was hoping, by the way, Admiral has a lot of experience with this movie. I don't. Oh. I think I've only ever watched bits and pieces of Nostalgia Critics' review of this. Which, by the way... I had never seen this movie entirety before. So I thought this was going in a very Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but funnier direction of like, well, what if they both turn out to be agents from different agencies that don't cooperate? cooperate? Like, that'd be fucking cool. No, not quite. Um, I, I can understand that. I can understand your viewpoint of that, but I did clarify afterwards that. Yes. Yeah. But, so, I actually remember watching this movie a lot as a kid because it had two things my parents loved. My dad loved action, and my mom loved romance. Okay. So, I watched this movie, like, probably three to four times in, like, a year. Okay. So, like, the scenes, when I get to them, I will mention, like, this is a scene I remember a lot. Yeah. Like, there's a scene where I'm just like, oh, fuck. I remember this scene. Jamie Lee Curtis dancing. We'll get there when we get there. I'm not going to say okay. no to that. Okay. Anyway. Uh, 
we get introduced to his uh, task force, his government agency, Omega Sector. Which is Charlton Heston? Charlton Heston. With an eye patch! With an eye patch! Full on, like, why did they make this character look like the villain and not have him be paid off as the villain at the end? That was the most disappointing thing about this movie, is that Charlton Heston wasn't the villain all along. What the fuck? That's such a mean bait and switch, James Cameron. Fuck Are you, you telling me that Charlton Heston is the villain? Should have been the villain. In Planet of the Apes? No, I'm saying when you put an eye patch on him and have him act <laughs> like he's definitely the villain, pay it off. Oh my god. But I also know, that being said, it just dawned on me, there is a commentary you could kind of reach for there where, like, we're the good guys, but we look like the villains. This might be James Cameron kind of winking at the camera of, like, hey, I know America's the villains. We're the bad guys. So apparently he has, like, super secret level securance. He is above any agency because he goes into, like, uh, I guess a... security network heads down and then has to go through this long ass x-ray yes and then i love how they're like all right go ahead and speak your name and they got it's like why is this so secret i understand why it's secret because it's an espionage agency have you ever you've seen archer i've seen also get smart right the original get smart the original get smart of course um we're still not even through the first paragraph of the Wikipedia summary. Well, then go on, man. <laughs> this is... The, the movie was longer than I thought it would be. I'm not going to lie. Two um, hours and 20 minutes? He's trying to chase down a, uh, a lead on a terrorist group called the Crimson Jihad. And, which... Pff, okay, sure. We're just going to gloss over that. Um, uh, he's trying to chase down the Crimson Jihad. Technically, this is a Disney movie birthday. now. Oh, fuck. It's a Disney movie now. Um, it's his birthday and his wife calls him like, Hey, you're going to be home for your fucking birthday. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to be late at the office. And he's totally late for his birthday. Uh, while, uh, chasing the guy who's riding a motorcycle on a horse through a mall. Okay. Okay. So about that, do you want to know how many shot, how many different cities are in that scene? How many? So when they walk out on the boulevard, that's actually DC. Okay. The park is in California. Okay. Uh, and then I believe the Marriott is in L.A. specifically, but I think there's a couple shots of Asheville. Okay. Uh, North Carolina. And I'm okay. just like, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> it's so disorienting. <laughs> it's like, what? It's so fucking disorienting. Um, God. Uh, on horseback, as you said, went up to the elevator to the... To the Marriott top Miraculous, floor. Miraculous, b- by the way, that the horse didn't shit in that elevator. Yeah. With that couple standing right there. It would have been too easy. Can you press the buttons? Good. Can you press the buttons? It's yeah. my horse. Apologies in advance for all the terrible Schwarzenegger impressions that are coming in this episode. There's so many great Schwarzenegger one-liners in this. Uh, oh my god. So, well, uh, so, while that's going on, Jamie Lee Curtis's character... And Bill Paxton's character are secretly starting an affair? Well, okay. So, Harry goes to her office. Schwarzenegger goes to her office to try to surprise her and catches a conversation he obviously wasn't supposed to catch and starts to suspect that she might be cheating on him a little bit, might be having an affair. And 
uh, he starts to follow that lead. He starts to do espionage shit and plant bugs in her shit. And, like... I specifically like that they planted a bug in her purse. In her purse. It's... Like, sewed in her... And the poor dog in the rain. The poor dog in the yeah, rain. Yeah, no, that made... That hurt, too. <laughs> Patron was like, I didn't oh, the puppy! I, I, didn't, I didn't love that. He was dragging that poor dog I was dog like, poor Gizmo. Oh, my God. That's... No. No, thanks. I'm good. Um, that being said... Speaking of dogs, we got to rewind a little bit to the first scene of this movie where he takes two Dobermans and smashes them oh together. Oh my god, that looks so fake. It's so fake, but also like, oh, well, now I hate Harry Tasker. Because <laughs> he, he just murdered two dogs. Or at least gave them serious brain and spine damage. Jesus. Yeah, probably. They're probably going to need facial reconstruction. Um. So yeah, he does start to follow those leads. Uh, finds out this guy is literally a used car salesman. Yep. Who is pretending to be a spy. And I love that the car that he's using is he's one... He's taking credit for the Harry incident. Tasker's. Yeah. The incident in the mall that's in the newspaper that no one got pictures of this guy. Because um, he's a higher secret government organization. Sure. Okay. There's some algorithmic tracing going on here. Whatever. It's the 90s. Yeah, I know. In America. It's, it's pre-9-11. That's that's the big thing you gotta remember with this movie is that this is just a bit pre nine eleven. Uh so mm, take a lot of things in this movie with a massive grain of salt. Uh they they were terrified of terrorists, but like the worst thing terrorists would ever do hadn't happened yet. Yep. <laughs> Great. So, um they ba- uh so Harry actually goes, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character goes and meets Bill Paxton's character. Right. Who and, is this total scam. And I love that when it's happening. Total comic. He's just like, oh really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, he's literally just spilling to this guy he just met. Oh. Uh, trying to buy one of his cars for way too damn much. He's just spilling. Like he doesn't even have to fucking interrogate him or anything. This motherfucker just can't stop talking i wonder why that sounds familiar oh because we run a podcast together uh, sorry it's okay people don't need to know what we do <laughs> off when the mic's off when the red light's not on or in this case the blue light let me finish my sentence okay um anyway <laughs> so uh finds out basically uh calls in agents off of other yeah off of other more important things which hey we gotta get this guy oh and we gotta kidnap jamie lee curtis bring her to a secure location and interrogate her and then find out that she's really only loves her husband tax dollars hard at work (laughs) really only loves her husband yeah do you like the infiltration scene of uh bill paxton's just fucking I, I prefer the scene later on where he's they're they're holding him over the dam and he's literally pissing himself. Okay. That that's the best. So that whole sequence of her being interrogated and before with the trailer scene, that yeah. part I remember a lot from my childhood. I'm yeah. just like, whoa. The, the part where she is almost not even almost, she's full on sexually assaulted by this guy mm-hmm. and trying to tell her no. And she never once mentions in the interrogation, like Y'all, he was trying to come on to me and I was saying no. Like, I was full... Like, she could have played the card, the very valid card of, I was sexually assaulted. 1,000%. I'm not okay with this at all. And the fact that she didn't in the interrogation room is kind of indicative of this being a male-written movie. I was gonna say, 
It's written by a male. It's written by James Cameron. I don't expect him to fully understand. Nope. That's okay, though. So, while that's going on, uh, the... the She is enlisted to do a secret assignment for them. A quote-unquote secret assignment. Right, a quote-unquote secret assignment. That's all a setup. Doris is her codename. Which leads us to... The, the scene. The scene where the she... The scene that everyone remembers. Where she strips tease for Arnold. Um, and also, apparently, this this theory can be... Cause for here now, for all existence, this theory can be blown out of proportion and put no. Jamie Lee Curtis... Was the trip an accident? No. Arnold's reaction <laughs> was... James Cameron told her where to fall. She wanted to see Arnold's reaction. He yeah. wanted to see Arnold's reaction. And when he reacted, yeah. that part was not planned. Also, him dropping the tape recorder was wow. not planned. Oh, yeah, of course. Like that <laughs> That's whole fucking amazing. Sequence. Which, by the way, when that was happening, when she wet her hair and like ripped her sleeves off, I was like, I was like, Patron, why is she doing that? And she goes, to look sexier. Yeah. And I was like, 100%. oh, okay. Because I, I automatically think she, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis looks beautiful. Is and, beautiful no matter what. Right. Jamie so I guess Lee it Curtis didn't make it didn't it didn't make sequence. You know what I mean? It didn't, yeah. It didn't hit. And then when she wet her hair, Patron was like, it still looked very, very sexy. I was yeah. Like, oh, okay. Cool. No, hundred percent. Like everything she did in that scene, ten out of ten, hundred percent. Even the fucking pratfall, I was yeah. I love the scene, but not for the reasons you think. And it's then, because Jamie Lee Curtis is an incredible performer. And then I in love general. And I love that she goes back to plant the bug because she can't leave unless the bug is planted. Yeah. And then when when the bug's planted, I love he's like, Helen, Helen. Yep. And she realizes it's her own husband. And then, surprise, surprise, they get abducted by the... Yeah, they get then they get just randomly out of nowhere abducted by the Crimson Jihad, which I'm not going to lie, at this point, I had forgotten about them. My question is... I you... thought the rest of the agency had taken over that case. I... I I, yeah. Do you I think James Cameron was like, oh, this, and then somebody was like, what about this plot that you never filled up? Yeah. And, and they were like, like, fuck! <laughs> yeah, we gotta do that plot. That's they right. get them! Jihad, they have a nuke. They have uh, several nukes. Uh, so they got several nukes. They put one in cement, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis It helps. gets revealed to Jamie Lee Curtis over the course of a few scenes that her husband is, in fact, a secret agent. Uh, it has been hiding that from her for 17 years. I think so. Um, and also... And at this point, we realize the Crimson Jihad has also taken his daughter. Yep. Uh, uh, well, well, not that part, but also she can... They both deduce... This is how good of a couple they are. They both deduce in a simple conversation mm -hmm. that they have to be in the Florida Keys. Yeah. Because they're driving trucks and they're not worried about customs. Mm-hmm. That scene I like a lot because to me it's it shows the chemist the natural chemistry between them and it shows that yeah. they actually love each other yeah and like it, and also it's revealed that Cassandra is the villain but only because she can't have Harry I guess I don't know um because she's not in it for the money she's not in it for for their no war. she is in it 100 percent for no, the money i meant she's not yeah. in it for their ideal she works hard for the money yeah oh god she works hard for the money i'm so sorry so um 
Harry gets, uh, Harry escapes, but also, I love when he gets the truth serum, and he's like, when you die, what do you mean? My handcuffs are undone, and I'm gonna kill you. And then just literally kills him, and then (laughs) kills the other guy. Murders several dudes right in front of and around his wife. Yeah, and then I love that she's like, you just killed these people, but they were bad people. Yeah, no, James Cameron's... Uh, fucking justification for brutal murder in this movie is well they were bad people uh yeah and so while that's going on they uh she takes an smg yeah she has the gun oh oh i love this so much and she takes smg and she i was fucking dying does it fall or does she drop it slips out of her hand okay the recoil makes it slip out of her hands which you know just starting right there so far highly plausible someone who's never shot a gun before the recoil is going to poof, it's very likely it'll fly out of your hand huh. but as it's bounce down the stairs and spray everyone as it's rolling and hitting like and guns are not manufactured to do that that being said i was dying I'm i was actually, fucking dying I'm, I'm very surprised and glad that it didn't fall back supposedly and hit her Oh, when she fi- when it finally cut to her after three rotations of uh, the Uzi down the stairs, and she finally starts to duck behind cover. I b- finally <laughs> yes. I was this like, was the part that Glados actually started to watch with me because oh, really? this I couldn't shut up. <laughs> uh, and so, <laughs> and then they they finally get out, and she gets taken uh, by Cassandra. Yes, they explode it with an RPG. Yes. Um, and then they take off in a helicopter. Oh, you mean the little, the little toy bazooka? Yeah. That I'm pretty sure I or one of my friends had when we were kids. You can get it from Toys R Us. Literally just a little toy bazooka. Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. <sighs> right, it got hey. snapped away from Thanos. Well, I said you could at one point. No, it literally, it literally. I know it got Thanos snapped. I know. R.I.P. Toys R Us. Um, so while that's going on, they, they do this thing where... Um, Harry hides. Uh, Tom Arnold's character comes, and he's like, yes. "Let's go, let's go, let's go." And they're like, "Let's go, let's get on the thing." This scene, this entire third act, to me, is also a thing I remember as from a child. Okay, is that it's just it's the sequence because my brain saw those long two spindly bridges, yes. Yes. and I was like, "Is that the causeway?" Straight up, is that the causeway? Was it? It's not. Is no, it? it's not. Okay. It's literally the Florida Keys. Okay. Thing, but my dumbass, no, like, my dumb fucking five or six year old was like, "Is that the causeway?" <laughs> yeah, my my Kuyon brain was definitely thinking, "Is that the fucking is that uh Lake Boss train?" So as they're going, they uh, they destroy one of the one of the ships. I mean, I'm sorry, they destroy one of the containers because there's three containers. They destroy one of them. With with jets that they call him, mm-hmm. bomber jets. Yeah, these these I don't. They're not bomber jets. They are. Hang on, Wikipedia does not specify what they are, but I'm pretty sure this is a kind of jet that does not exist because of its vertical takeoff, its vertical thrusts. Okay, because my whole time I'm like, what this, do you know about these things? Does this exist? I don't think they do. And if they did at the time, they were prototypes, and I guarantee you the thing they were showing was a fucking... It was held on a crane. Okay. No, that's fine. 100% had to be fucking held on a crane. But they're basically fighter jets, but with... Vertical takeoff, yeah. which I don't think that's a thing. And I love that apparently 
15 years ago, Arnold, Arnold's, no, 10 years ago, Arnold's character uh, flew one of these. It's been 10 yeah. years since he flew. I'm like, so wait, so this has existed since 1984? What? Okay. Um, so while, while that's going on, they get this chase sequence, and basically, we get them blown up with by the fighter jets. We get one taken out with the fighter jets, and we actually get one taken out by themselves. Yeah. Uh, because one of the people stupidly fires an RPG in an enclosed space and shoots one Just of his friends. Shoots one of his friends down and actually runs. They run over his friends and kill him. Uh, as that's going on, they teeter on where. Yep. Oh, I thing, loved this. And the albatross fucking lands that, on the front. I'm pretty sure that like, was a pelican. Was that a pelican? I'm pretty sure it was a pelican. I okay. thought it was a pelican. It could have very well been a pelican. And then it fell. And then they save Jamie Lee Curtis. And at, that scene was actually done uh, by her on her birthday. Really? Of that year, yeah. That's awesome. Like, uh, I think it was November 22nd of 1993. They did that. She act, she was like, I want to do this scene. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and but I they're love, not done yet. All I got to say is, I love that he misses her at least three times. Because I, like, <laughs> I was like, if he gets her on the first one, I'm not going to believe it. No, it, it took a few tries. Yeah. And she almost died for sure. But I'm glad that she didn't. And I'm like, I wanted to be like, just go lower so you can drop her in the water. I hope her arms don't fall out of socket. What are you, what? What's going on? So they get down, vertical jet takeoff. I love Tom Arnold's like, oh, this is standard Harry Tasker takeoff here. Yeah, don't worry about it. back up. So it's okay, we gotta move. Let's hide for cover. I'm like, wait, are you making this up as you go along? Yep. So, totally making it up. So uh, they find true. out that they're in Miami, which I was like, are they in Miami? And then later in the thing, they're like, Miami police. And I'm like, oh, how convenient. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah, incredibly convenient. So Miami, um, that's where the um, terrorist, quote unquote, big air quotes, terrorist group. The Crimson Jihad. That they are, have another nuke that they want to use. The one that was detonated 22 miles away. But apparently, gladly, there were no casualties. Right, because it was apparently out at sea enough. Yeah. Wasn't it? it the movie doesn't clarify. Well, they're like, they're like, get everybody on bullhorns, get everybody on bullhorns. And it's like, wait, how much? Like, there's going to be one person that's like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'm yeah, not leaving. Yeah. Well, if this is in 2020... Yeah, no, there'd be significant people that are like, you can't make me leave. It's my God-given right to stay. Anyway, he flies... It's unconstitutional! Vertical, he flies his vertical takeoff thing to, uh, to save the his way, daughter. By the way, it's 2021. I know, I'm saying oh. 2020 and 2021 is when anti-maskers start okay. being I just want to specify. a thing. Uh, we live in a never-ending hell. Anyway... He goes to rescue his daughter, who uh, takes the key that our dude was going to set off the nukes with. Right. She takes the key and stupidly is not subtle about it at all and runs up the fucking stairs. And as that's happening, Schwarzenegger pulls up with the fucking vertical takeoff. And, like, they started to hear rumbles and shit. And I thought, oh, he's, like, a mile away. And his sonic boom is just starting to get there. Okay, that makes sense. He's already right outside. No, they would be deafened. That would be deafening. It would shatter 
all of the glass a block around it in that building at least if the plane is just hovering right there are you shitting me it's James subtle Cameron, come on it's subtle it's not so subtle. so while this is happening uh the inside man that tom Arnold said he had was their actual code breaker with the camera yeah and i love that i love the use that the, the gun, gun from the cassette i was like was that makes so much sense and i'm glad that they did that because i'm like where is he supposed to have the gun it just makes so much sense it's perfect uh, so he gets out, he takes out a couple people, and then he tells Tasker, hey... Oh, yeah, sorry, for younger listeners, uh, this thing called a cassette, um... It's has technically little, a VHS. Ha- has, has tape on it that an optical reader reads, kind of like how it reads. Oh, and then there's CDs. I don't know if you know about CDs. Sorry, I'm done being old. I'm no, done. No, 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 you want to know the worst part of this? <laughs> Is that made me feel older than you. I know. You're not even that much older than me. I know. Anyway, we're almost done this movie. So We're almost there. He, so he saves his daughter while fighting off a group of quote-unquote air quote terrorists in a helicopter while fighting off the main terrorist on his own yes. plane? Yes. And yeah. No, it's fucking bonkers. So they have a bit of a scuffle. This is so stupid. They have a bit of a scuffle. He lands on the actual bomb. Harry lines it up, fires it, and I just go, Patron, watch this. And she goes, you're fired. You're fired. And she goes, she goes, what? Wait, the shot before (laughs) he said the line, when they lined up the shot to his face, I busted up laughing. And then stop myself when it, like, freeze-framed. You're fired. I busted up laughing. <laughs> I fucking died. Gladys is sitting next to me. What the fuck is wrong with you? I also like, remember... that's the, hilarious. Like, this entire third act I remembered a lot as a kid. Like, it's very vividly. It's insane. Yeah. Everything about it is so, fucking insane. So he gets insane. down and saves his daughter a year later, Boris and Doris, because... Boris yeah. is the code name for Harry now. I have guess. to go on a mission together, which okay, she's just in the she's in there now. She works with them. Yeah, that's totally legal. Okay. It's, yeah. So while that's going on, uh, I love that. I love Tom Arnold's thing about. Uh, do you want to say what that he's been in the van for how long? Oh. <laughs> next time, next time you get to be in the van. I've been in the van for, for seventeen years. Been in the van for 15 years. Whatever fucking uh, And then also we get a kind of post-credit scene with Bill Paxton's character. Oh, you mean how he's just rambling in the 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 post-credit scene where he says the line I just said. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about Bill Paxton about how he's. I didn't see that. But you didn't see this. I don't it's a think couple. I saw it's that. a couple of afterwards where Bill Paxton he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And then I love that Harry uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis are like, "Let's fuck with them." So oh. they go and fuck with him. I do remember. And he that. starts pissing his pants yeah. and runs away. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's great. Uh, and then uh, that's the movie. That is James Cameron's so, True Lies. Also, Tom Arnold's uh, line about uh, the bitch taking the ice tr- yes. ice cube trays. Yes. Apparently, that line was improvised by him because James James Cameron heard about him talking about his ex-wife Roseanne Barr because they were going through divorce at the time. Wow. That's great. (laughs) I don't know. I've known a few people who were so crazy that they took everything, including the ice trays. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
here on Cinema Gems, we have a cool little rating system. Uh, and it's very much themed to our show. Whole Gem, amazing movie. Highly recommend it. Uh, half a Gem, it's okay. It's fun. Whatever. You can watch it. Uh, no Gem, don't even try. Admiral, where do, do I even need to ask? Half Gem. Really? If you're very slightly inebriated. That's surprising to me because I'm pretty much going to say the same thing. Or nostalgic reasons. I was afraid I was going to offend you when I gave this movie a half a gem. This movie's bad. <laughs> okay, cool. It's bad. Tiny it's Tony Hawk. Fun. Tiny Tony Hawk hates this movie. <laughs> he absolutely It's weirdly hates it. fun. I don't know if I ever want to watch it again. No. It's very outdated, but like... But it's a time capsule of the 90s that you can't get anywhere else. If you want to get real drunk and have... And you, you have nothing have to, else to you do... You don't have to get real drunk. I know, I got real drunk for this. You just gotta... You just gotta watch it and see how bad it is. It's... Yeah, no, this is a drunk half gem, for sure. Um, and I encourage all of our Cinemaniacs and listeners to please... Tell us what you think about this movie. Tell us what you thought about if have you seen this movie? Yeah, I'm actually gonna go run to the bathroom while you, we do trailer talk. Oh, you're you're gonna let me do trailer talk all yeah, by I'm myself. I'm gonna let you do trailer talk by yourself. Well, anyway, before I do trailer, you go you go pee. You use the little boys' room, and I'm gonna horse. Excuse me, it. it's a little editor's room. You use the little editor's room, and I'm gonna vamp us out. I'm gonna horse out with all our plugs and shit. Uh, okay. You can tell us all about what you thought about this episode, what we thought about True Lies, and what you thought about True Lies at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at cinemagems underscore pod. Uh, and when the Admiral comes back, he'll tell you what the Instagram is because I'm pretty sure it's cinemagems pod without the underscore, but he'll correct me when he gets back because that's what he does. Uh, yeah, trailer talk. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a new Game of Thrones thing, and I'm pretty sure it's called Fire and Blood. Let me, I'm gonna pause real quick, actually. So correction to that, it's not called Fire and Blood. That's the name of the book, uh, one of the books in the series. This is House of the Dragon, and it looks fucking phenomenal just from the first. Wait, trailer. you didn't do the theme song properly. I did do the I did the trailer. Oh. No, we don't have to do that. We, I just okay. did it. Anyway. <laughs> it's deconstructively edited in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that, to me that's hilarious. I, I love this show because what are rails? <laughs> what do you mean the show went off the rails? There are no rails. Yeah, what did you think of the House of the Dragon trailer? Okay. I fucking love this. So. I love Matt Smith as a Targaryen. I love the dragons. I love that they have the real throne with all the swords. Oh, yeah. I think your exact response was, that's George R. R. Martin's throne. That's yeah. That's Martin's throne. This, this show, everything about it looks like George R. R. Martin had so much more of an influence in the general design of everything. So I am cautiously optimistic about this. Mainly, me too. Mainly because of the bad taste in my mouth that the last season gave me. I agree. I agree. I'm pretty sure, and I'm going to double check this right now, that this is not being made by d and Dumb think, and Dumber? Dave and Dan. I don't think this is being done by... It better not be. HBO hires them back after they get fired from Disney? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I don't see... 
Look, well, that's the Lim- that's the little prob- off and wise. Well, on that's this anyway. that's the problem. I that's the problem I have is that is I'm worried about. I know. Being I burnt. still have the bad taste in my mouth from the end of the series. Absolutely, like everyone does. Y'all have heard, and if you haven't already, you can go back and listen to it. It's in the annals of the uh, the the episode, the video store log. Uh, on lowrainpictures.com, actually. Um, and you can listen to how much I fucking hated the terrible strategy of the war, the, the battle for Winterfell and how much of a clusterfuck that was. Look, I hated the last season as much, if not possibly more, than most people. But I want to be excited for this. I want this to be good. Game of Thrones, please make this good. Please make this the Silmarillion that it deserves to be. And and also, I feel like Matt Smith does a great job on TV shows. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm not saying Matt he... Smith does a great job at everything. I know he's not your favorite doctor. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say that. He's done TV shows a lot better than he's done movies. What movies has he even been in? Terminator Genesis. Genice Weiss. Oh, I never saw that, so I have no idea. Yeah, he's in it. I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. Uh, and also, just in general, I have seen Doctor <laughs> Who too many times. Yeah. So seeing him, I'm like, where's the TARDIS? <laughs> Where tell- is it? You, so do you not have that same problem with David Tennant and watching Jessica Jones and seeing him as Kilgrave? Like, no, because I've seen Kilgrave. Okay. I need to see the series to actually be like, Okay, that's not that the doctor. Sense. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. Are you giving this a tentative we'll see? Okay. That's a thumbs up. Finger thumbs up guns. Well, that was was trailer talk. That was true. Oh, lies. by the way, you did get the cine- the Instagram pod correctly. I did? Is yeah. it Cinema Gems Pod? Yeah. Okay. No underscore. I didn't want to say it because of audio quality. But you were right. I think that would have been funny, though. Anyway, you can tell us all about what you think about our audio quality and the quality of everything we say on the show at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. Yes. And you can tweet us at cinemagems underscore pod. And also, lorainepictures.com. Thank you, Marty and the Eric and Cerber. And also, Kevin George, but also the illustrious Bud Maestro for Why the not? awesome music. That's and anytime the Admiral has uh, given me the chance to write a new theme for a movie for, for a month, um, he also gives me the option of, do you want this to be played before or after Kevin George's theme? And I'm like, no, have mine played after because Kevin George is, is, I hope by now, iconic enough for Cinema Gems listeners that they're used to hearing that first. So I want to springboard off of the shoulders Man, of just, a more talented person than me. That snippet that you just said, I kind of want to just send it to, to Kevin. Yeah. I'm going to send it to Kevin George and be like, here you go. That That's, I think, by now at least, after five years of this show. Six. Six-ish years of this show is now iconic enough and associated with the show enough that I don't want to take away from it. I want to bounce off of that and use, you know, stand on the shoulders of giants. But, uh, but look, guys, um, we like doing the show because we like to hear you guys' reactions, response to the show yeah it's fun for us to sit in front of a microphone and just scream into the void but it's a little more fun it's a lot more fun actually when you all engage with us so let us know what you thought about what we talked about today what we talk about in general like we said at the twitter cinema gems underscore pod and cinema gems 15 at gmail.com yes as always thank you so much to all of our cinema gems uh cinemaniacs and swapper jacks friends and family 
for supporting the show and giving us encouragement and ideas all the time. Our friends like Tiny Tony Hawk and our friend who we have coming next week. Yes. Delwood Blues. Delwood Blues. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Blues Brothers that time forgot. Yes. Absolutely 100% that person. And not Michael Myers. Serial killer. Uh, only a little scared. I love that I was telling... I literally told him that I was thinking of doing a Jamie Lee Curtis month like four months ago. And he responds, you gonna do this movie? And I was like, oh, I didn't think about it. I'll come on and do this movie. And I was like, you want... You want to do that movie? He's like, yeah. I was like, then you're on. Do you want to tell the listeners what movie it is? That's a, that's up to you. No, I, th- I want you to. I, because I've already forgotten what it is. So you want me to tell... Can you please? It's The Fog. It's okay. John Carpenter's original Fog. It's a campfire story. Made okay. on a big screen. It's more interesting than I'm making it out to be. And we're going to talk all we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. We're really excited to have Delwood Blues on, guys. Uh, it's his first time appearing, so please only roast him a few bits. Just a little. Just, you know. Uh, but guys, we want to be the podcast that you want to listen to because that's what a great person wants to only. That's what you right? And I'm going to plug the show one more time. You can send all your Buttmeister hate mail, of course, to cinemagems15 at gmail.com where the Admiral will see it and laugh at me. I don't think I show you those enough. You don't, and I want you to. Oh, okay. I want to be involved. <laughs> I want to see what people think about us. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, I know I show you Twitter shit when that happens. You anyway, do. Just we make love sure, all Just make sure you do me a favor and tweet at Jamie Lee Curtis on Twitter. Like specific, I, I will. Specifically yeah. tweet. Because I want to repost it. It looked weird. It's not going to be weird at all. <laughs> Remember to love each other. Be kind to yourself so you can be kind to other people. Wipe your hooves and see you later. But guys, always remember that black lives always Always. matter. Bye, guys. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.